0: The following program is an exclusive Disruption Networks production.
1: So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving. Relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com.
2: Hey Disruption Network, this is Mike Sacco, the General Manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Tabor Road in Rome, or visit us online at 9VWofRome.com. Join us Saturday, October 13th as Disruption Network and Doughboy
1: Barbecue presents Trip Fest 2 at the Jewish Community Center, 2310 Oneida Street in Utica. A night to pay homage to Vinny, Captain Trip Moriel. Utica icon, yo! Come pick through all Captain Trip's personal treasures, local artists display, food from Doughboy Barbecue, beer, wine, and live music. Bands include, after a 24-year hiatus, the return of Taurus. Kate Devin, The Crazy Fools, Thunderwatt, and a 315 All-Star Tribute to the Grateful Dead. Tickets are $10 in advance and $15 at the door. Partial proceeds to benefit Laney's Army. Doors open at 6 o'clock. Taurus kicks it all off at 6.30. It's TripFest 2 Saturday, October 13. TripFest 2 is sponsored by Nye Volkswagen of Rome, 92.7 FM The Drive, Priceless Inspection, Denado Appraisal Services, Dr. Scott Domenico, and Saranac Brewery.
0: The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients but great friends as we join hands together as the property sisters of the Mohawk Valley we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference you can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs welcome to EC radio podcast we would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the disruption team and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors and of course we appreciate you listening to this program only on the D
1: Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, boys and girls, welcome to the greatest show on earth. It is EC Radio. How you doing, people? How are ya? We're rocking here on a Monday. High above the Todd Williams Broadcasting Plaza. In the Apple Box Video Studio, it is EC Radio. How you doing? Greetings and salutations. You can check us out on the World Wide Web at DisruptionNetwork.net. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, all the social media platforms. You can find us here on the D, social media land, if you will, world. Anyways, how you doing, chicken?
3: Doing good, man. Nice, good Monday. Good weekend? Good weekend. I worked most of the weekend, but, you know, everybody was cool. We had a cool vibe on on Barrick Street, so. Cool. No, no fights, no fights. I Not seen uh, I seen from the cross the street DJ Ease One doing his little birthday party. Here Happy here. birthday to Ease yes, One! Sir. Today's his birthday. F- what fifty five? No, uh, oh. no,
1: no. He's close to AARP sta- status right now. Oh, yeah, really? he's yes. right up there. He's getting there. He's like ba- about to collect a check, man. Yeah,
3: yeah. He's probably
1: <laughs> clicked a few of them. <laughs> SSI, you like? <laughs> Happy birthday, Gabe. We love you. Yes, I had a pretty interesting weekend. Um, Want to say congratulations to my friends, the Dudleys, if you will. They They got married yesterday at the cannery. You ever been to the cannery? No, I've not. You've been there? Yeah. Heather Beebe joining us today. Hi, Heather. Hi. You've been to the cannery? I have. It's a pretty cool place. Yes. Where's the cannery? The cannery is in Vernon. Vernon. It's right next to um, Dibbles. Dibbles. Oh, okay. In fact, you park in Dibbles and go into the cannery. Nice little setup. So congratulations to Mariana And Dudley. I was calling it Dudley's Dick Funeral. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it was a good time. It was good to hang out with a lot of the
3: pirate crew yesterday and stuff like that. I got to catch the UFC fight the other night, too. Did you watch any of that? No, I didn't. I was working for that, but I... uh you know, everybody on Facebook, you know, had a, an opinion and posting things. So that was I crazy. Watching ESPN, man, wow, what a nutty thing that was, huh? Khabib
1: is one hundred percent the heel of the UFC, and I love it. I love a good bad guy, and I feel like Khabib is that bad guy right now. But it's like, but he's gonna get suspended. It's
3: so weird because, you know, Conor. McGregor was kind of the bad guy in yeah. all this. Like he kind of initiated the whole thing. This, he got this, stepped on. This is so UFC or uh, WWF to me though. Like it is hundred percent. It just seems so weird. Like you know we're looking at McGregor getting get what like three four years in prison, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's doing a sanctioned fight like. What months later? He's done. He's got a hundred million in the bank from flight
1: from fight. He's Mayweather. They're,
3: they're gonna do a rematch. You on think this. so? Oh, absolutely. And can you imagine? Because now this is right in Vegas. You know Dana White's gonna put out like he's all pissed off, but he loves it because it's all over ESPN. Oh it's yeah. All over the you know the social medias. Major controversy. So he's yeah. eating it up. Oh yeah. So you you tell me when they do a, a rematch. Everybody's gonna be in on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just had the pikey hit from, you know, Snatch, the movie Snatch. It was like <laughs> perfect. You said that earlier yeah. like they're so right about that. It was like right down to the T and um you just need brick top. Yeah. But I feel like once you do the rematch, it's gonna be a huge. huge purse. Huge. I don't I don't see Connor beating record breaking purses for UFC. Khabib on, on is that. so
1: badass, dude. He's the the best fighter in all of that and MMA I, stuff.
3: I almost look at it too as like a handoff. You know, like kind of like we're seeing with you know um, Eminem. H- handoff, Khabib's been fighting. That's he's twenty seven and oh. No, I mean handoff in in the um in the spotlight world. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like you had uh, Eminem versus this this Machine Gun Kelly. I never even heard Machine Gun Kelly till this whole feud. He's actually playing Tommy Lee in the Motley Crew movie. That's the only time I ever heard of him mm-hmm. was because of that, and um, you know, so now like he's in everybody's mouth because it's all over social media. The same thing with this Khabib kid. Like he's a badass, but like you, he kind of got lost in the shuffle with the high, you know, the spotlight of McGregor. So now it's almost like a, like a handoff. Here's your new champion. Here's your new, and McGregor goes off to the sunset. Now they rally around this Khabib kid.
1: No, they don't. Not rallying around him at all. He, they will. He, he's a bad boy. He's a Russian bad boy right now. They hate him. They were three. You seen all the stuff they were throwing at him when they were yeah, dragging him out so of the ring. there's so many
3: people that love this kid because he beat the crap out of McGregor. He did. You know, he McGregor out. turned a lot of people. He you choked him out.
1: So. It was interesting. Heather has no idea what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> I, I used to watch
4: UFC. I used to follow a lot more. I liked Carlos Condit. Oh, I, he had like the little mole. He was yep, pretty yeah. good looking. Because he was so hot. He was so hot. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I don't even know if he fights anymore.
1: <laughs> also, got to talk about my beard dying this week. You like the beard, Heather? Like it? You like it? Yes. It is it's picket. very pink. It's like hot pink. Hot, hot pink. Hot, hot pink. Magenta pink. That's what I went for. (laughs) Very dime bag, earl Yes. Big ups (laughs) to my good friend Kelly Myers over at Runway Salon over in the New Hartford Shopping Center. It was good to see her and all the girls, Renee, and all my friends that I haven't seen in over a year since the last time I got my beer dyed. So... Making strides against breast cancer, mm-hmm. Real Men Wear Pink, the D, the whole disruption network crew yep. is part of it. We have our page which I just posted a little while ago on the this live feed, so you can make a donation to our Real Men Wear Pink. We need our donations up actually. We've only got yeah, we like do. a couple hundred dollars and we've got a goal to hit people, so please help us. I know a lot of people aren't rich in any way and you know, it's times are tight right now and and work is tight and stuff like that. But, you know, 10, 15 bucks if you could throw yeah. in our account. You know, every
3: it, little bit helps. The D loves the B's, uh-huh. the C's, the D's, the apps, <laughs> the double apps. apps. And we got love for the A's too. Yeah, we got
1: yeah. All, all of them. All of them. We got love for everybody. But uh, yeah, it's Real Men Wear Pink. I did post the link up there. So if you guys want to check it out and click, donate, please help us out. Your friends here today. We're going to be doing some guest bartending over at Wakely's on the 17th of October. And we've got a bunch of good, fun fundraising things that we're going to be doing throughout uh, the month of October. Because October is Breast Cancer Awareness yes, Month. Is. so Super important to help out the women. If it, We wouldn't be on this earth if it wasn't for women. So, got to take care of the women. And sure. who loves breast more than men. Yeah. <laughs> you always got to go there Don't you chicken? Well I'm just
3: saying I mean real men wear pink You know we're here for the ladies That's it. I'm loving my beard this year though. I think it's good I love how
1: everybody Like I'll be out in public We were at the wedding yesterday And people just want to throw in Their wise ass comments Like oh nice beard asshole I'm like what have you done For breast cancer uh uh, uh 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 yeah, so, <laughs> I get that a lot. Like, hey, you guys can make fun of me all you want as long as you make a donation. That's it. That's all I'm asking for. Make fun of me. I I have thick skin. I like getting my balls busted. I'm used to it. You know, I you hang out with chicken every day.
4: Damn, we could Anyone a- who makes a comment has to donate. Ooh. That's you. I like that. Just keep it in your pocket every time.
3: I like that. Well, we could just do a roast, like a drive-by roast. People just come in, pay five bucks, and just, like, rip on Z for a little while. Hey, that'd be cool. <laughs> a drive-by roast.
1: You might be onto something there. I like it. <laughs> drive-by roast. But well, yeah, you can make fun of me all you want. Just click that Donate button, please. That's for a good cause. And we're going to have Bob from the Cancer Society on Thursday. He's going to come in and give us some pink stuff because nobody has pink. None of us. Yeah, I we The crew, nobody owns pink. We're We're men. Well, actually, Biz probably owns pink because usually the only people that can rock pink Mm -hmm. are black men. Yeah. You know, black men look great in pink. I don't look good in pink, but black men do.
3: I can't see MW wearing pink.
1: I bet you he's got a pink shirt on. He might have. I'm sure he does. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure he does. (laughs) So, Heather, it's great to see you. Yes, you too. Uh, You just got done hiking Bald Mountain? Yeah, we did. Yeah? And he came right here.
4: (laughs) Pretty much. I dropped Sean off and then I came. Are you tired? (laughs) Um, no, I feel fine. I wanted to lay down. I tried to lay down for a minute, but. Uh,
3: I feel like after you do a mountain like that, you're almost like have more energy. Yeah.
4: Well, that's a little mountain. Yeah. But yeah, but it was nice. Some fresh air.
3: It's Mm -hmm. a fun one, though. It's an easy climb.
4: (coughs) Yeah. Well, we went out last night. That doesn't help. (laughs) No, that doesn't.
1: Yeah. Trying to keep up with a rock star. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and then you got him yeah, up in the morning to to hike. I already gave that up. <laughs> How did you, how'd you do that? How'd you get him up in the morning to hike?
4: <laughs> you didn't. Do, you just didn't go to bed. You know who her boyfriend is? <laughs> chicken. I do. You
1: do know who her boyfriend <laughs> is? Should, should we throw him under the bus? I think you should. No, I think we should too, because you know I've been inviting him to come on this show for about oh two years now, and he just refuses. But I stopped asking. But anyway, so this is a good time to give him a couple zingers. Today.
3: Well, I mean, I mean, a guy like that. I mean, he's a big guy, and he's well, yeah. he's like way too sexy for he's this studio. He's a big you know. sexy dude. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. kind kind of hard for him to come in here like this. <laughs> you can see how sappy and sweet he is. <laughs> so you got him to
1: hike Bald Mountain. Did you bring a bottle of Jack and a pack of Marlboros for him? Yeah, I did
4: him at the top. I was like, the only way you're getting him is if we get up there.
1: <laughs> in an oxygen tank.
4: <laughs> well, then he wanted to have like Uber Treats bring us food up there. They wouldn't go that far, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he did have that idea, though.
1: Yeah. You guys, you got him pretty active lately, though, huh? Here he goes. <laughs> he's, he's saying, here we go. <laughs> you got him pretty active, though, right now. I feel like you do. It's I'm his f- choice. Mm-hmm. It's all his choice. Yeah.
4: He's, he's not, I don't know. He's doing what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make him do everything right. that I do. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he does get up in the morning if I want him to. Yeah. I mean, sometimes he's a total asshole in the morning, but it's
1: <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, I can picture that. <laughs> I can picture that. We all can be. <laughs> yep. We all can He be. needs,
4: like, an hour like be normal yeah and then say like, oh hi, hi. have a cuppy. good morning ha- have the cup of coffee except yeah. it's 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> who's got it better than him know. <laughs> who's got it better than him just kidding honey but he's out there playing all the time though he's super yep. busy yeah i've been paying yep. attention to his yep. his journey and watching him what he's doing and he's out there all the time yep. so
4: yep We've
1: keep played. grinding sean keep grinding brother yes that's what you, that's all you got to do. Speaking of grinding, that's I feel like you're constantly on a grind too. On the go. On the, the go. Time. Go 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 go. Go go She's oh, a yeah. renaissance woman, chicken. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, she has her own um coaching program as well. She she's a mom of 3 and she's just again, she's got a babysit big sexy. Wow. I like I mean she's got her hands <laughs> that's full my this woman. Job. <laughs> <laughs> no, talk about um the coachable you. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Unstopp- See, why do I s- slap me, Heather? <laughs> I can't read you. No, i just kidding. Yeah, you can.
4: Okay. Um, yeah, so I started, um, I went through this program. Um, I went up to Denver, did like a really intensive um, training program to get a certification in integrative holistic life coaching. Oh, cool. So um, Yeah, and I started, it's really kind of cool because I've always been like an entrepreneur at heart. And I started this in my garage um, about 18 months ago. And it's grown enough that I just rented office space now, so I have one-on-one sessions for people. Um, but I'm also a personal trainer, <coughs> and uh, I kind of have a subcontractor relationship with All-American Fitness in New Hartford, so I work out with my clients there. So it's awesome because I rented an office space in the same building, so now I can book people back-to-back rather than like being at home coaching because it's a virtual practice, so mm-hmm. I have people all over. I coach them and then I'm like running to the gym to get clients there. So now I can be there all the time. So oh, it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah.
1: When you say virtual, do you have like cameras set up? And yeah,
4: I have a, a tripod yeah. and, um, and a board so I can kind of write with them. I talk with them. So basically, you know, people come to me where they'll have a situation going on in their life. And um, uh, we all have realities that we go through, whatever is going on, we got to just kind of change the way we think about it. So mm-hmm. I go through different exercises with them, um, like mental homework. And um, and I have a curriculum that I follow that kind of gets people thinking um, a little bit more about the patterns and the way we react to different situations and how b- the only way we're going to change what we're doing is how we think about it and, and our actions. We can't control other people and how they piss us off or, or whatnot. So, yeah.
3: Can you give a like a uh, little example of like what somebody might you know come to you for? for? Like um,
4: um. So, I would say like all right, generally the most common situation that people it bringing it down to the basic. They are not happy in their current life. And it could be from basically whatever's around them. It could be an unsupportive spouse. It could be an unsupportive parents. People telling you, oh, basically like, okay, so it's your dream to be this. Well, that sucks. They don't make any money. Why do you want to be that? Even though that's like fuels your soul and that's your passion. I don't want you to be that because that sucks. And society doesn't respect that. So you shouldn't be that. So you end up working this other job that you hate and you're absolutely miserable in your life because you go to this dead end job that you can't stand Mm -hmm. every day. So uh, then, you know, they get to the point, a breaking point, and they, they reach out. Like, oh, yeah, I saw this. I saw you talking about this. Like, I just wanted you to, you know, pick your brain on this. So will sit down with people, give them a free hour, and then figure out where, where we're going to go. And then they become a client. So and then we just work through it, um, basically getting people to make the decisions for themselves mm-hmm. and not based on what other people think they should be doing.
1: And it's also a workout regimen as well?
4: Um, so I, I, I do, uh, you know, I'm a big believer in balance mm-hmm. between the mind and the body. So when you're working out, you're kind of, you know, taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. that way, um, internally. And then, but also the mental part is, you know, making decisions and actions in your life that make you feel happy too. So, um, so yeah, so I believe in both. Not everybody does both though. Some people, um, they don't even have the guts to get off the couch yet, you know, so they want to, they want to talk, they want to coach, but they don't want to get into the gym, which Mm. is fine. I don't make you, you do what you want. Um, but I do offer both, you know, and, and I encourage both. So, um, I have a client who, um, weekly, um, does his own workout you know, on on his own time, and that's his thing, so I don't work with him at all in the gym, but I coach him, so it just depends what people want.
1: Can you define holistic for me?
4: So, basically, um, looking at things more from an internal perspective, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, how you feel about it, you know, like, so... Especially, you know, it's interesting for men. You know, you grow up and you're like, ah, stop being a crybaby. You're being a baby. You're being a fucking baby. You're not a man if you cry, you know. And so you know, sometimes you need to cry. Mm-hmm. So, But that's an emotion that comes internally. And if you avoid it, uh, you kind of create anxiety for yourself. When you're having a shitty time, you can, you know, you got to let it out. So holistic, you know, healing is basically listening to your emotions and doing what you feel is right to happen. For me, I've always been a physical person. So I work out, I run, um, I get outside stuff like that mm-hmm. it's like the how I fill my cup you know so um, so you just kind of got to figure out what, what works for you to get that emotion out uh, from internally so and I mean that's to me that's the biggest cause of anxiety is basically holding an emotion that needs to get out whether you're it could be you know back to UFC these guys like <laughs> have rage in them that they got to get out yeah. and that's why they're in the careers that they choose you know um, I, that's a natural thing. Like, those guys are super talented in what they're doing. But right. there's a reason. There's somewhere that that talent's coming from. It's an internal thing, you know. So uh, when you're working with your passion, you just get really good at it. And no matter what you're doing.
1: I love it. Do you come with a diet plan, too? <laughs> <laughs> don't eat.
4: Don't, <laughs> don't <laughs> eat. I think, it's no, important. Yeah.
3: I think it's important to show, too, that, like, you know, this is something that like can, can alleviate people into going into a depression. You know, like so, like mm-hmm. so they have a, a soundboard, they can actually like start working on their lives in a better way. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people think, well, I don't need a life coach because I'm not. You know, they they might have a negative connotation to yeah. it, and really, it's just sometimes you need that like somebody to bounce something off of, or like a little bit of guidance. You know, yeah, and yeah. Uh, help you along your career. And I I feel like if a lot of people took advantage of some of those things, you wouldn't have those long lasting depressions. Because when you're in a job, job you hate, and I can attest to that, I've been you know. Worked in retail for like 10 years and you, you learn to hate your job and then it, it just affects your whole body. You get stressed mm-hmm. out. You get like, you know, like I said, you get depressed. You, t- you gain weight. Absolutely.
4: And our society is so quick to say, OK, uh, you're feeling like shit. Um, you need to go you know, get on some meds. Yeah. right. And, uh, you know, and so holistic healing is more like, well, you don't need meds. You need to get out of the shithole you're in mm-hmm. right now. You're yeah. literally it's like, you know, in a Petri dish, you know, you put some things in it to grow and you put it in a dark room. It doesn't grow. You know so you got to sometimes change the environment you're in Mm -hmm. to to grow and if we're not growing we're not doing anything for ourselves you know so it's always you know the things that I do with my clients is always homework and activities um, to get them growing and to get them in action not sitting and pondering around in their stress you know like Mm -hmm. we're all gonna have stress there's Mm -hmm. no doubt in my mind that every day there's a chance to run into drama yeah basically the tools in life coaching is like get through it quick suck it up and and get on with it you know but you know but feel it you know if you feel mad feel mad if you feel upset feel upset get it out that's good don't hold it in you're gonna get anxiety about it Mm -hmm. get it out but Get over it. Get mm-hmm. on to the next thing. Yeah,
3: don't let so it. So it's faster. action
4: step. Yeah, and and action step after action step, and just getting to, to do what you want.
3: And but. some people need that, like you know, just little guidance and direction. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't have that non-biased opinion that they could talk to, you mm-hmm. know, and bounce things off of.
4: Yeah, yeah. Or they they've been made to feel broken. You right. know, so you have you have women who've been like abused or. Um, you know, and, and I mean, look at what's going on right now in politics. You know, you know, these women like reaching out and stuff, you know, and, and they're they're feeling really upset about a situation because it's it's serious for them. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a history there for them and they, they're they're hurt, you know. So it, in general, but society looks at someone like that, like, ah, she's so messed up. Like, oh, she, she's messed up because she this happened to her. Oh, she's broken or she, you know, or whatever. And, and the same with men, you know, men could go through something really difficult. Like, uh, you know, he's broke. It's th- that's it. He's He's done, you know, and it's there's a there's a huge difference between a severe mental illness and just having a bad day Mm -hmm. we all have bad days we could all look at ourselves and say you know i feel a little bit bipolar sometimes you know i'm having a really freaking good week this week and you know uh, monday sucked or you know we can all have that but there's nothing wrong with that and i think we're so quick in society to say okay like uh, you've had three days that are down in a row Something's wrong with you. Right. You know, and it's not really the case. It's kind
1: of a depressing world we're living into right now. The political rank and Mm -hmm. the country's so damn divided and stuff like that. It's just like, I don't know where we're headed. And and I just feel like everybody's. Angry and on edge now, and yeah. and you, yeah. you kind of need to well, take a little edge off.
3: Well, <laughs> totally. and, and also I think about people like you know circumstances happen, like you know people get divorced, Absolutely. you know somebody might Huge. find it Huge. Get, get cheated on, or you mm-hmm. know like now you lived with somebody for twenty years, now you got to recreate your entire life yep. and figure out who you are. Or you could have worked for the same company for thirty years, also you get laid off. Now what do I do? Yep. Right. Yeah, yep. like totally. This is all I know. Totally. So like, totally, th- a lot of people try doing that on their own because they don't know where to where to go. Mm-hmm. And that's where I could see something like, you know, a, a life coach, you know, helping them away. Yeah. You know, like
4: yeah. And so people we were like, oh, life coach, like, what the hell do you know? Like, who are you to say that you're a life coach? Like, how how is your life so good? And you're like, mm-hmm. no, it's not. I'm just not afraid to talk about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, uh, many people know I went through an unplanned pregnancy. And that for me was the one thing that put me into a position. I, I was working in corporate America. I knew I wasn't happy. I knew I wanted to get out, but I just didn't have it yet what I wanted to do. You know, and this is something I've always thought about. I've always been, you know, exercising for therapy. And um, so I was like, you know, I, I want to think of something, you know. So when I had my son, I was, you know, it was a big reality check for me. Unplanned pregnancy is no joke. I could have not had the baby, had an abortion, kept it a secret, and lived with that the rest of my life. And I didn't want to. And I believe, you know, in the choice. Whatever. It's my business. But, you know, I felt pressured almost to do it because I felt like, oh, women who have, you know, because I was married before, you know, now I have this, this child from another relationship. Oh, that looks bad. That looks bad to women. You know, it looks like, um, you know, irresponsible. Uh, but I'm a responsible person. Well, that looks like, um, you know, just bad planning, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, all these things. I'm like, holy shit. I'm none of those things. This happens all the time. It's just a curveball of life. Is, absolutely. Right. So basically I embraced it, was vocal about it. And then I have women reaching out to me that want to talk about things that they've gone through because they're like, you know what? That's reality. You can't You can't resist the reality of our lives, you know. You mm-hmm. embrace it and run with it and go with it. And it just works out. So that's when I started my practice. I was actually sitting in Bite Bakery thinking of how I was going to do this. And um, ended up writing up a couple of ideas and went up to the Small Business Administration, sat with them, worked on a plan, and started it right in my garage based on something that was really difficult that I went through that has inspired others to to reach out. And
1: how long ago was that?
4: Uh, That was in April of last, uh, wait, 2017. Wow. Yeah.
1: And you're kicking ass. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah. yeah, I'm super. One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: So, and, and my baby's three, and he's awesome. So it's really cool.
1: Very cool. Yeah. I, I, and I like the positivity that you're throwing out there on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. You, yeah. You know, it, and it's important to stay positive, and, mm-hmm. and you're reflecting on others too. So you got to keep everybody. You're, you know, your clients and stuff, you got to keep them in a positive yeah, manner as yeah, well. Yeah,
4: totally. I, I, a lot of people reach out to me through social media. That's, yeah. like, basically where I get my people. Right. Um, I've had a couple of people here locally. Um, now that I have office space, I didn't actually intend to have um, uh, an office. I wanted to keep this virtual because I planned on, like, moving out of here when my kids, you know, finish school in this area um so organically it just kind of happened that I had people locally so I was meeting with them in like little places I could meet with them cafes and stuff but sometimes people really need some privacy and um I knew it was coming so I just had the opportunity to get this spot and I I snagged it so but I travel a ton and I wanted to keep it virtual but you know, organically kind of grew this way, which is cool. It's a good thing to have.
1: I'm glad you mentioned traveling because I know you've taken a couple trips down to Puerto Rico after the hurricane Yes. to help out. Yes. Talk about that experience going down there. What was that like? And and also let people know that place is still kind of in shambles down there, isn't it? Yeah,
4: totally, totally. So, you know, in general, I've been traveling to Puerto Rico for several years now, Mm -hmm. way before uh, the hurricane even passed. So um, in general, I would say that Maria was a wake-up call for a lot of abandonment that's been going on, uh, between the government here and the government there. Mm-hmm. The infrastructure is horrible. And there's a couple of different, you know, things that have gone on over history, you know, in the last hundred years since we've taken over them, um, that just were abandoned by making, you know, decisions that protected, um, the United States rather than the island, you know, with federal tax breaks and things like that. So, um, yeah, when Maria came through, just, things were vulnerable and mm. it literally collapsed the entire power grid which some areas still don't have power you know wow yeah so um yeah so we uh made a video on my Facebook page for my business to gather supplies and ended up having a mountain of stuff in my garage here in East Utica and I had no clue how I was going to get it down there it was like no good deed goes unpunished and <laughs> it was like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> so um I ended up—Cab uh, V actually sponsored a huge shipment for me. Oh, um, they're awesome. Kind buddy. of under the radar. Yeah, they didn't really want any recognition at the time because they didn't want people coming to them to help ship down there. But I ended up shipping whole 16 moving boxes, including a generator for a small business. Wow. And uh, I flew down with 300 pounds of stuff and made friends with a friend through social media and never met this kid before in my life and had him pick me up when I got down there. <laughs> um, took me to FedEx. We loaded his truck, and we went out into the mountains on the west side in a town called Adjuntas. And uh, ended up distributing goods, uh, medical supplies, food, and just uh, sanitary items, you know, mm-hmm. for 150 families. Wow! Yeah, that's awesome. so yeah, straight here from Utica, New York. You know, people were great job, amazing, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we had, and it was like almost like $4,000 in cash too that people had donated that I hand delivered to the Rotary Club of San Juan to be distributed through projects now that are going on.
1: This is all through the Rotaries.
4: This project was on my own. All on this your own. This was literally a video I made online and that just exploded. You funded it yourself. I you funded it myself. Um, the people donated. I I made the because I was a stranger online, and it just blew, and it had so much attention. I gave people the choice that they wanted to make a check for safety reasons to the Rotary Club that I would hand deliver it. I am a Utica Rotarian, but this project was something I did on my own. Um, so I, when I when I arrived there, I did attend the Rotary Club down there to hand deliver the money. Um, so people knew it was going to the right place, you know. So that's yeah. amazing yeah yeah
1: and w- what's it like down there right now so
4: um it's still bad it's yeah. still really bad if there's you go to the rural areas yeah um so fema you know and it's sad because fema you know the people that were down there i don't want to knock what the people did that were down there they mm. were working their best yeah i truly don't think that we were prepared for such a disaster and um so the people work their tails off but i believe that it just there's still so much more that needs to be done and they stopped too soon so um a lot of applications for aid have still, you know, they were denied, and then so people, uh, what do you call them? Um, they, you know, resubmit their application.
1: Um, Reapply. It's th-
4: yeah, yeah. It's basically like to, to, you know, rebuttal what they're saying. You know, like okay, so this is the reasons why we should we should qualify. And um, in what there was like eighty percent of them still haven't been answered. So um, that my friend who picked me up and took me to the FedEx to pick up all my stuff, his family actually lost their entire home. And uh, and they still don't have an answer, so it's just a concrete slab sitting there waiting to be to be built. So they rented a house, and you know he lives in Boston now, working his tail off, to, you know, helping his family down there. So, um, yeah, and ju- I mean, it's just it's it's bad, it's bad. But um, are you going
1: down anytime soon? Are you going back down?
4: Yeah, yeah. So that was you know my response with like the you know emergency response is a bit different. Now I'm looking at sustainability and you know what I can contribute towards moving forward, and with. You know, now with Rotary, it's easy because I can make a big project. Um, so we're doing a project with, th- that, with an elementary school in um, Adjuntas, the town where I was, um, to get them some resources that they need. Uh, and again, like, you know, the exodus and everything in Puerto Rico has been going on for over, you know, 20 years. The, the worst of it in the last 10 years, not because of Maria. Maria definitely magnified it, but, um, but it's been going on. So the public education system is really suffering, and a lot of the middle class has moved out. So um, I, w- I would like to work towards <coughs> that. So we're doing that, and then um, and then also part of my business. So Unstoppable You, I'm going to be hosting a wellness retreat, a women's <laughs> wellness retreat, in Rincon, which is the it's the city known as the Sunshine or Sunset City. Uh, it's a surfing city. It's a really chill little town, and uh, I rented a gorgeous luxury home, wow. and I'll take 12 women down with me. And every day is something different. So I got a yoga instructor that's going to be there on staff. I got a chef that's going to be there. Wow, it's um, so women ready, only. Women only. <laughs> this time, this time. But there will be more. There will be more. So part of my dream, you know, making my dreams come true and, like, doing this whole, like, business is um, to start holding these in different destinations all over, um, including, you know, especially Puerto Rico because I just love to bring the business down right now. And I've traveled so much on the island that you can – I can go places that people, you know, otherwise wouldn't get a chance to see. So I'm super, pi- you know, pumped about that. But, um, yeah.
1: Take me through the retreat. What's going to happen in this retreat?
4: So every day um, – it's all by free will. So every day there's going to be a different thing to do, mm-hmm. and it's up to you if you want to do it. So, but always yoga available, uh, workout, obviously healthy eating. Uh, we're going to take a couple day trips to different locations, um, hiking into some beaches that are k- kind of like really secluded. Uh, you got to hike to get to them. Um, one's called uh, Survival Beach. It's in uh, Aguadilla, which is in the north side of the island. It's amazing. It's all these like huge ass rocks all over the beach, and you got to hike through the woods to get there
1: why is it called survival beach i don't know <laughs> i should try <laughs> to find out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every beach
4: has some name it's like it's, it, it, a lot of like little wars because they had a lot of you know little wars in the history of puerto rico like cool. to take over um that you know different countries invading the islands there's like a lot of there's even one beach called the the battle beach and it's f- surrounded by um salt like natural salt um what do you call it there's the reserves it's pretty amazing actually it's like pink Really? Yeah, it's really beautiful. It looks like pink swimming pools everywhere. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so there, and then there's another place we're going to go. It's called Gilligan's Island. It's a little (laughs) small island on the south side of the island. Um, You got to take a boat to get there, but it's like a natural.
3: Like a three-hour tour?
4: A three, no, (laughs) all day. (laughs) When we go there, we're going all day. We're just going to float around in the water all day, but. Yeah. So just a couple ideas, and then we'll do like some personal development work. So the women, you know, come in with an intention. You know, a vacation that they're not just going to be vacationing, but they're also going to be doing some personal development work. Um, something that they want to hit the ground running in 2019. So
1: very cool. And so you're you're taking what 12? I have twelve slots. Twelve yeah. slots. Yep. Yep. Very
4: yep. cool. And they're filling up. So are they? Yeah. Yep.
1: That sounds interesting. We should do it's a men's cool. retreat.
4: I would love to do <laughs> it. I would love to do it.
1: I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I think we get in trouble. Yeah, we probably would. But That's cool. Yeah. Heather Beebe, how can people get in touch with you? Like, if they're interested in getting some life coaching done from you or maybe want to do start a workout program with you, how do people get in touch with you? Yeah.
4: Um, so you can find me on social media, mm-hmm. Heather Beebe. Um, my last name is like B-E-E-B-E. It's like weird. Uh, it's so simple that people don't get it. <laughs> two letters. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Beebe, Heather Beebe. Um, Uh, unstoppable you That's my website. And, you know, again, all my information's on the website. You can actually reach out to me. My cell number is actually right there. Um, and then Facebook, social media, private message me there, whatever, uh, works for the people. And my email, Heather Utica at gmail.com. It's easy. It's
1: been interesting watching your journey and, and hearing your story of where you were and what made you start all this too. I wanted to ask all that. So I'm I'm glad you got it down. They're saying a men's retreat to New York City. <laughs> 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 I don't know about that. Also, uh, Mr. Rogers is saying Puerto Rico has been a territory of the U.S. since the 1800s. There's no reason they should still have in- infrastructure issues and some places still have no power. It I is agree. Right. You want me to right. tell you something really quick? Absolutely. Go okay, ahead. So
4: in response to that comment, just to, uh, thank you for commenting. Um, but All right. So Puerto Rico. Uh, was traded to the United States under the um, the Treaty of Paris.
1: For a player to be named later? (laughs) Yeah.
4: First round draft pick. Yeah. So, well, what happened? So they didn't have a status. That was in 1898. In 1917, they were granted citizenship. And coincidentally, it was the start of the World War I. And we needed soldiers to guard the Panama Canal that spoke the language and were also immune to diseases in that area. So immediately, 230,000 Puerto Ricans enlisted in the draft and were sent to the Panama Canal. So since then, men and women have been serving from Puerto Rico in the United States military. At this time right now, 120,000 people serve. Wow, I didn't know, you know? that. Yeah, so, and they don't even have a right to vote. So I absolutely <laughs> agree with this comment that there is no reason that they're still having issues with the infrastructure. They've they given
1: their all. Why don't they have the right to vote? If they could be in the military, they should have the right to vote. Right.
4: I know. So here's a funny thing, too. So if you're a resident of Puerto Rico, and you live there, you cannot vote for the president of the United States, even though that's the president that oversees the decisions of, of the island. If you're a Puerto Rican and you come to New York state and you live here and you start to have, and you pick up your residency here, you will have the right to vote as long as you register. Yeah. Okay. As a, as a girl from New York, if I went and had my residency in Puerto Rico, I would lose that right. So yeah. yeah. That so sucks. It's, it's It's bizarre, super bizarre. <laughs> They got yeah. it so backwards. Yeah.
1: That's the United States government for you. Can yeah. never th- figure them out. I mean, they out. haven't
4: been innocent, you know, the Puerto Ricans. The government there, too. is There's been a lot of corruption. But is there? Yeah, of for course. sure.
3: Yeah. But I, I feel like if we make it a state and, and give them all the benefits of a state, then that corruption, we can get rid of that corruption and actually have elected officials, and you know.
4: Well, it's really important. So, and there's two sides to this. You know, Puerto Rico is really different. And when you're down there, you feel it. It does feel like a different country. And, um it's it's nobody wants to give that up you know the the independence and their their culture you know and i and i get it so there is a very strong independent party down there who doesn't want to be a part of the united states you know and and not because they don't like the united states they just don't want to give up what they have and i get it when you're down there it really truly feels like a different place um but i at this point you know 10 years ago you asked me and i was like you know what give them their independence you know but now i feel like that's so bad um, if we gave them their independence, it would be like, like Haiti, you mm-hmm. know, and and it's just like uh, to past a point of no return on fixing the condition of the island right now. So I um,
1: think it'd break up into civil uprising. If if they, they were I, all independent, it, if it was independent I just feel
4: it? like it would be impossible to come out come out of the hole that they're in. Or yeah. drug
3: cartels take it over. Okay, yeah.
4: <laughs> true, <right>? no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: you mentioned. Yeah corruption in, p- in politics. It's in every country. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. It's for sure. So for unfortunate. Sure. Not well, in America. You know, oh, no, not at all. Not, not here. <laughs> here. No. no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a great thing that you're doing, going down there and delivering mm-hmm. supplies and you're a beautiful person, Heather. Oh, there you are. This is so yeah. cool that you're doing this. And mm-hmm. you know, if you need help or anything that we can do to help, yeah. please hit us up. Well, here I appreciate at, just telling the, the story, D. you know. Like yeah.
4: um, so I give this like little lecture all over the place all the time and part of, you know, you know, how I can still contribute is to like share their story. Mm-hmm. And there's people down there that still don't have, you know anything and when they tell you that 3,000 people died well they didn't die in the hurricane they died because they you know their lives were dependent on machines and they didn't right. have power to run them and uh-huh. you know many other reasons but or so, couldn't get their meds yeah or, absolutely I mean, the, you, you know insulin's got to stay cold you don't have your insulin you oh know no but Trump happened. said but, only 12
1: people died because <laughs> <laughs> well, Trump it said 16, it's true 16.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What so an you know, well,
1: he
3: <laughs> threw I the paper can, towels, can so t- everything's good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. He threw paper towels out the window. <laughs> I seen it. I see what's going on down there.
4: Threw him into the crowd.
1: Uh, yeah, I wish somebody would throw him off a plane, but that's for another yeah. podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Don't invite me. My <laughs> 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 like, blood pressure going up already. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yes, but. Continue all the success that you're doing. Thanks and, so and much. I, I love what you're doing. I think this is great. And do you is this something like you're doing the life coaching? Do you have new clients every day coming in? Or
4: um, I have some long term, you know, people long-term. that I've been working with. Mm-hmm. Um, I get asked questions all the time. I'm pretty active in some private groups on Facebook where women can just talk to me all the time, and I I love doing that. Like. Um, obviously I'm in it to work, I'm in it to feed my family, this is my job, but uh, there's nothing wrong with like helping someone out with a quick question, so I'm really active in different groups like that, so um, if, you know, if anyone here is listening and they have just a quick question, I love it, and I love actually when I get those kinds of questions, I share them um, obviously with anon- anonymously, mm. um, So because there's always a situation that you're going through that somebody else can relate with, and when we share them, when we talk about them, we really reach a lot of people and shine light into dark places, so
1: yeah do you have more women as clients than you do you know men? what's
4: really cool i have two men do you? that started life coaching um one has been with me for a while another one just recently started and uh and another one just inquired so i think it's really powerful when a man sees that you know i'm a little bit stuck right now i just want some insight and um because i think men are made to believe that they have to be manly and they can't touch the side of things you and know they never, can't be emotional
3: we never ask for directions yeah, totally <laughs> horrible,
4: right. horrible, or just guidance on anything. Right. Stubborn. Uh-huh. Stubborn. <laughs> well, it's it, it, like it Sean. History. <laughs> it it, it makes
3: you look like a weaker man if you look yeah. for help, and I think that's kind of crazy that people still think that way. Yeah. You know?
4: Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I mean, who suffers? Right. I'm. It's not. You're not going to change my life if you don't reach out.
3: Right. But everybody
1: around you suffers, though. Yeah.
4: I oh, mean, for sure, yeah. and your families, and you know, yeah. definitely, definitely. There's tons of, you know, marriages and, you know, that, that have situations because it's like impossible sometimes to communicate, you know, a man and a woman that can't, you know, look at the emotional side of things at all. And, you know, women are emotional beings and sometimes men don't want to look at that. Right. And uh, even though they are. Um, and and women sure. can
3: be overly emotional and drives a man nuts, you know, <laughs> like, what are you thinking? What are you doing? And the guy's like, I'm, I'm watching TV, you yeah. know, like and like. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah
4: well you're like oh so what are you thinking about and you know the the guy's like oh i don't know i'm hungry and then (laughs) the the woman's like oh well i was wondering you know how many people live in you know the state of (laughs) it's like so much more complex like the way that they think yeah
1: you got some fans out there trent saying what up heather also uh stick panama is saying, woo heather so (laughs) you've got some fan you got some fans out there good
3: (laughs) nice I feel like a lot of people too. Like if um, going back to like you know you know in a relationship, if they want to talk to somebody, like you know if they talk to their friends, their friends are gonna be oh screw him, he's yeah. a dog, he's right. a jerk. And a lot of times people don't want to take you know and, and tell somebody straight out, hey, you're you're being an asshole. Mm-hmm. You're, you're the asshole, and not yeah. in those terms, but like you tell people, me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. I, well, <laughs> you here. That's a good um, example. Like and, but you and, need it. Yeah.
4: Well, so, not it, you personally. So what same. I would say I do. in a situation like that where somebody's being an asshole, you know, like, why do you think they're being an asshole? Something they did pissed you off. Now you think they're being an asshole, so you're judging them saying they're being an asshole. Maybe they're not being an asshole. Maybe you need to th- change the way you're looking at it. Right. You know, at, or set a boundary and say, you know what? I don't like to be spoken to that way, and I will not be spoken to that way. But when you say that and you say to someone, like, don't speak to me that way or else this is what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. including, you know, cutting ties or whatever you need to do. Um, you got to stick to it. Basically, it's, it's all about your action. Right. If you want to call someone else an asshole, then mm-hmm. you're just being judgmental. And
1: I feel too. You know? What else is missing in this country too is a lot of compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you feel like that's and missing? Accountability. Like it's, it's, no, it's my way, and that's it. And if you don't look at it yeah. that way, then I'm unfriending you. That's that's the
3: society that we're living. Yeah. Compromise in. Compromise and accountability. Right. you are missing from both. Nobody wants to like say, "Oh, what I did was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sorry. And then nobody else went, like you said, nobody wants to meet that middle ground.
1: Nobody. Nobody. It's my way or that's it. You know, it's always far left or far right. There's nothing in between. You can't. You can't be in between. That's why we're so divided right, right now. Yeah. And and it's a shame. But we need to absolutely come together and compromise and be a little bit more compassionate for ourselves, for yeah. with for each other. I should say. For sure. We're in a weird state of times right now mm-hmm. i mean it's a people weird are acting st-
4: out of fear right now I and, think, that's going on. and that's exactly it going on that's exactly yeah we only react to two ways we react out of love we react out of fear mm-hmm. and and there's a lot more fear out there right now than love there's and no love yeah. out there no Mm-mm.
3: some people just need help getting taking the load off you know what i mean like you know they got so much going on that they need somebody to just kind of sort things through for them you know like somebody to bounce off ideas that's not going to give them a biased opinion mm-hmm. you know because i mean you, you talk to the guys guys are going to talk to their buddies and their buddies aren't going to really have a great insp- in, ins- whats the word I'm trying? To, like uh, perception of what a woman might want or what you know might be going on in her life. They'd be like, "Ah, screw her. She's just being a chick," mm-hmm. you know. And you talk to a girl, then now you get into like more hyper sensitive crap going on in their heads. And the guy just like, "I want a pizza," and they're like, "Well, he's cheating," you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, things yeah. like that. So like, they're not getting the right. Sometimes you need that third-party, non-biased person mm-hmm. to kind of.
4: Yeah, and they don't have a personal connection with either person you know so right. when you work with people in those situations you know i'm not here to make friends with people you know i'm here to just help people see what they already know um you know or you, you know if you're going through something you know what you need to do uh-huh. and sometimes just talking to somebody about it you, you, it comes to you and you know no one needs to really tell somebody what they need to be doing you know it's, it's basically just a conversation to get people to, to, to just follow their gut
1: were yeah. any of your clients friends before you took them on as clients
4: I do have friends that reach out. Yeah. Um, I think people are, you know, people associate life coaching with, like, therapy. You know, like, oh, if I'm seeing a life coach, i broken. Right. I don't want anyone to know. Right. You're you know? sitting on a couch but, with uh, a clipboard and yeah, stuff. It's yeah, yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, well, ana- <laughs> analyzing people. Um, you know, no, but, but I do have friends that appreciate what I do, and, and they love my opinion. Um, but I tell them, when they ask me, I say, hey, but I'm going to tell you what I think, and I'm going to, you know, you do what you want with my advice. I don't care. Um, you know what you need to do. I'm not gonna judge you. You change it, you, you stay, whatever you do. That's it. I love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm telling you this information with the intention to help you. And that's it. And if you don't like it, that's okay. But it's the intention to help you and because I love you and but yeah so I don't have friends um, as clients but I feel like I have friends all the time asking me stuff right for sure I (laughs) think it's
1: important for you to like unload your feelings or if you're talking to somebody maybe Mm -hmm. a stranger because like Chicken said earlier you're talking to one of your friends and your friends like ah you just suck it up or or whatever but if you're talking to a stranger let's go kick his ass right (laughs) (laughs) right but if you're talking to a stranger you know who doesn't have any personal connections Mm -hmm. with you you know they're more likely to give you better advice than a friend would yeah
4: yeah yeah yeah. And, and sometimes you know your friends will tell you like basically you're you'll be recruiting an army to get to you know see things the way you're seeing right. it right now but really why you're so upset about it is the way that you're seeing it right now so why are you going to recruit people to see the way you're seeing it right now when that's actually what needs to change mm-hmm. i always say so, there's three
3: sides to a story his side her side and the truth mm-hmm. yeah. and if you're you only believe your side and she only believes her side like you're never mm-hmm. like going to compromise you know, nobody's going to ever be accountable for their actions. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. Nobody's well, going to take that step.
4: If I can go deep for a second, let's I do it, it, baby. People. Let's I do I it. Lose a few people. So no, not at one all. One of the things that we do um, with everybody is I, I go through their timeline. You know, in their life, you know, shit that we've all gone through, and we've all been through shit. Doesn't matter if it was easy, hard. We all can pick a situation. You know, some people have very difficult situations. Some people have less difficult. But pain is pain. If it was hard for you, it was hard for you. Doesn't matter because a girl was raped at the age of 10 is a very difficult situation to go through where somebody, you know, senior year, senior night football game broke their leg and ended their football career, you know, and it was detrimental. Two entirely different things, you know, but caused a lot of trauma in their lives. Each person goes through different things, and with these things we develop patterns in our lives that we react a certain way to certain situations, you know, so then you have two adults getting together, each of us have our own patterns, that have come straight out of our, our lives. Um, this is how we react to things. And then we're expected to like be peaceful about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all have our shit. So when shit hits the fan in your life and I'm like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Well, you're reacting this way because this is the way, you know, you learned how to react. And I learned how to react this way. So, you know, there's always something that a couple can work on to come to a compromise and understanding that we've been through different experiences in our lives. Right. And we have different reactions to things in our lives because this is what we learned to do. And w- we don't, we don't end up with people that we grew up in our patterns with, you know. You're, you don't marry your siblings and shit like that. So, you know, if you're it's, m- it's Alabama. It's yeah, <laughs> 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 well, you can have another show about that. But um, you know, so you're just trying to like you know mix things that that don't mix and and make it work. So it's possible. It's absolutely possible. But uh, you got to understand the compromise and seeing like where people are coming from. We're all we're all different. It's
1: mm-hmm. so a compromise world. Yeah. Well, there it is again. Yep. It's there. It's important to open up these conversations, though, and yeah. have these kind of discussions, you know, to get people out there to mm-hmm. either express themselves or to try to get me. Me and you can say this all the time as we try to encourage people. And for the lack of a better term, stop being a dick. Yep. Yeah. It Be a little bit more uh, positive, positive and, and yep. help people out and mm-hmm. try to help people. Open, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Whether it's holding a door. Or open for somebody or yeah. carrying the groceries for an old lady. Just do something nice once a day. Yeah.
4: Well, it's like, you know, a little kid that does something naughty. They're doing it for attention, you mm-hmm. know. And right. I, like, these situations are a cry for love. Mm-hmm. And when somebody's being a dick, they need more love.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah.
3: There's something making them be a dick, you know. And I feel like this this country, like, like they love negativity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something positive could happen. It gets sweeped on the rug. Nobody cares, yep. you know. But then the negative happens, and they're like, Everyone's all got all a, an opinion. Everyone's all over it, and and I don't get it. I wish more people would, you know, take the positive approach. And I think a lot. Um, I think I think people would just be happier if they just thought in a little more positive way. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think so too. A little for more sure. positivity in your life is going to make your day a lot more brighter.
3: For sure, absolutely, And for that's sure. true. Have but you, it's the way you're thinking. It is. Have it you is had it's to, the the only like, way. to like really land in line for somebody that like had to break news to them that they really? Didn't want to hear, but had to hear? You know what I mean? Like, did you have to, like, tell, like, really kind of?
4: You know, like I said, people know what they need to do. Um, I'm real, and I'm raw, and I'm not going to sugarcoat what I think um, in regards to the situation. But basically, um, I don't tell anybody ever, you have got to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, That's up to you. I can recommend, like, hey, this person, you know, in a relationship, you know, you got – so-and-so addicted to drugs and and the girl's pissed off you have a relationship with this man who's doing something that you do not approve of you can't tell him what he's going to do in his life if you have someone in your life telling you how to live your life that's not going to work you put the boundary up and say i do not want this in my life and if that's in your life you don't fit in my life you know so I'll, i'll lay it out like that And they have to make that choice what they're gonna do so um so sometimes it is hard you know to to be real with people because that's not what they want people come and they think you're gonna lay it out for them and fix everything by being like sweet and sugar and Mm -hmm. you know like oh well let me tell you it's okay honey you're just a victim right now of this horrible situation and that's not reality you're in charge of your life right now these are the this is a choice you're making to be in the life of somebody who's doing something you do not approve of that's your choice so um, sometimes that's hard. I think on people um, when you get hard, you know, with them and, and try to show them that, hey, you know, like this is a decision you're making. Put the boundaries up. Love yourself so much that you put these boundaries and you won't let somebody break them.
1: So you got to love yourself before that's you important. can put any uh, any love out there in the for world. Sure. So for sure, and it
3: all starts with you. Yeah. Kai, uh, so uh, always, always
4: unstoppable. You. Kai's
3: writing and he says, if we mm-hmm. live by the golden rule, do unto others as uh, uh, what you would others do unto you, would be a better world. That's taught in the second grade. True, and he's so true. That's yeah. true, and he's saying most behavior, yeah. good and bad, stems
1: from childhood, and he's 100% Absolutely. right yeah. about yeah. that. It's all in our upbringing. And yeah,
4: for sure. So, we, you know, you have different situations, and, and as a child, you know, y- you're scared. So you learn how to react in a situation to get yourself feeling more safe. You know, in our childhood, all we want to feel is love and safe. Um, so we'll learn how to react a specific way. So then what happens is that we get to be an adult, and we'll have something that triggers um, basically a similar response. And we'll, we'll think back to, like, oh, okay, when this happened before in my life, this is how I reacted and we don't really think about it; it just happens subconsciously. Mm-hmm. We will react to a, a situation exactly how we reacted when we were ten years old, but now I'm I'm 36 and I'm reacting like a ten-year-old because that's how I knew how to react, you know. So it's basically you know redesigning those patterns that we're implementing in our adult life to make better choices for ourselves yeah. to get out of that drama a bit faster than.
1: And it's tough breaking people out of those patterns. Mm-hmm. For sure, it's, it's a lot of be. work, and yeah. it's, this
4: personal development work is not easy. And um, because you're looking at yourself and you're saying, you know, how can I make this better?
3: And Some people even know they're in a pattern, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they have they're no just idea. so used mm-hmm. to it yep. because
1: that's yeah. their upbringing and yeah. the way yeah. they've gone about their life. And
4: that's my job is to show um, through the homework assignments and stuff, just basically like highlighting, like, okay, so this is what you did, and this is where it's coming from. And and they they tell me I don't know. But asking them the questions of their lives and the stories of their lives and, and the things that I use and the curriculum I use, it comes out. It just comes out easy.
1: Give me an idea of what mental homework is.
4: Um, so, so some, I mean, some an example. Yeah, like, all right. So, you know, I've done a lot of this work on myself. I, I have a coach as well. So. Um, And it was really important for me to even to master what I'm doing basically is to go through a program that where it was intensive work on me um, and then also having a coach, too. So uh, some assignments, um, writing a letter to somebody who really hurt you, you know, um, and you can give it to them. You don't have to give it to them. But basically just getting it out there. I'm a big fan of this. That like, yeah, like I call my fuck you letters. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And or just a a goodbye letter to somebody who you just need to get out of your life. Um, but you, you don't know how to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Rather, but really the answer is just, like, just walk away, you know? So um, writing, you know, a letter. Or, I always um, tell
3: people to write it, write it out, write it as angry as you want, right? So it come, all comes out, but mm-hmm. don't send it. Like, reread it, readjust it, re-edit it till it's almost like a business letter. So now you reread it. You rewrote it so many times and you got it all out there mm-hmm. that, like, you took all the hate out of it and you just make it almost like a business letter. And now you're like, I got everything out I wanted to say. And now it doesn't matter if you send it or not. You, you put it out there. It's, it's yeah. out there on.
4: Yeah, know. for real. Yeah. Another thing, too, and, and this is something, I mean, anyone listening can do, especially, you know, single people who have yet to find somebody to, to, to be with. Um, and not just single people, people who are with someone already. Like, you know, what are the five major things that you will not compromise in your life? You know, whether it's, you know, growth, um, health. You know, what, what are these five major things? And, you know, as you're getting to meet people and you're, you're seeing who they are in your circle, and, and I don't believe it's ever too early to talk about these things for people who are mm-hmm. dating. Um, these things are something I will never settle for, never. But it's really hard to narrow that down. You can think of like 20 things. Actually, you Actually, start out with a list of 20 things and then take five of them and say that is I will not compromise that thing. And then you start to look at like the most important people in your life, if, if they disrespect you in these areas, You know, what purpose do they serve? You know, if if these things are so important to you that that's who you are and, you know, if people are disrespecting those things, those are your core values, uh, are they meant to be in your life?
3: And and people got to stop looking at being single as a negative.
4: Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Like, people like, oh, you're single. Like, well, what's wrong with you? And, like, you need to be with somebody. And you're like, no, maybe I enjoy it because I like my independence and... Mm. You know not gonna not gonna settle for it you know so I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of people as soon as they're single they jump on these dating sites they you know start worrying about who they're gonna meet and trying to be with somebody that they end up pushing themselves into a bad relationship after bad relationship after bad relationship
4: mm-hmm. yeah see I think like yeah totally it, you, people do need to do what they want to do you know what they mm-hmm. feel ready for um, if they're ready to date it's fun you know le- you learn a lot about yourself you learn a lot about what you want you can also take these experiences as practice to say okay you know, I'm going on a date tonight, like the things that I want to cover, like the things that are important to me, you know, because if those things aren't really that important to that other person, then I'm not going to be important to them. So, you know, it's, it's a good exercise to like try to learn and have these conversations. So you're not feeling like, oh, it's too early to talk about that. You know, the Mm -hmm. right people are never going to tell you it's too early to talk about that. Right. Um, it, it, you know, it's just, Yeah. This is, it, dating is a shit show, but it, it can really be a is. lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Communications, though.
4: Sure, yeah, for sure. And you can't be afraid of the things that are so important to you because if you hold those things in, then you're going to end up in the relationships where they they don't put the things that are important to you first because you never told them. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. So whose fault is that? Right.
4: You know, you got to take responsibility to make sure that the people in your life know what's important to you. And,
3: and you, I feel like you've got to be okay with being who you are as a single individual. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. instead of going from relationship to relationship, mm-hmm. because you never you never take out that baggage, mm-hmm. you know, that you carry that baggage from one relationship to the next. And you never have that time to become who you are and figure out what you want as, a, as an individual person.
1: Mm-hmm. And that goes along with that self-love. Yeah. Like you got to love yourself first before you Absolutely. can put some love. Out any, to anybody. None of this
4: is possible if you don't love yourself. <laughs> yeah. Sean's sure.
1: saying you must have mud on your shoes. <laughs> I do. They're oh. so
4: dirty from the hike today. Buddy. I just tracked through his house and left a whole trail of mud through the whole <laughs> <laughs> house. And he's like, oh, don't do that.
3: I- Len Samaya checking in. He says, you control the vibes you surround yourself with, but you got to know your own vibes and what you project, which is what you attract in return.
4: Yes. it's
1: perfect.
3: Real deep, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what you put See? out there is what you get getting back. getting all
4: these boys to think
1: deep. See, I like it. I like <laughs> it. You know? Maybe she... We'll talk about this off air. Actually, I wanted to bring something up <laughs> you're, you're to her. On air meeting? Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to have an on air meeting because then all of a sudden we'll have these conversations on like what we should do and all this stuff, and then we find out that all these other groups are doing what we were just talking about. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, would you listen? So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. But uh, <laughs> unstoppable. You is that we can find her on uh, Facebook? And do you have a Twitter and all that? Or? I,
4: uh, I do. Instagram's more active. Instagram? My Twitter is like. I guess I should, you know, get more busy on there, but um <laughs> I, I just I haven't used that to the full advantage. Instagram, I get clients off of that and um and my Facebook page for sure. On Facebook. So, and do you yeah. have a
1: w- regular website too or? Yep,
4: unsappableyoucoach.com. Yeah. You can find information about my retreat there. It's January 6th through the 12th. It's an all women's retreat. Um yeah, it's going to be so awesome, I'm super fun oh, Sounds about awesome. That. Yeah.
1: Yep. That sounds really cool. Uh, well, I, we might even go crash it. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs>
4: it's all limit. No, I don't know. That might that might put a bad vibe off.
1: Yeah, know. no, we won't go crash it.
4: Yeah, but we, we'll we do one one day. Men.
1: That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah we'll do uh, a men's it'd retreat. It'd be weird
4: because I would be there.
1: No, no, that's not weird. Yeah, We'll do like a Ninja it'd, Warrior It'd or be like a ranch <laughs> in Montana. <you> know? yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 I did spend a lot of time in Wyoming when I did my certification. It was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah? Yeah, totally cool. unplugged. No phones, nothing oh, for four days. awesome you start to like get the shakes, but like,
1: what do you do fine. to get certified?
4: So I did a program. Um, this woman's amazing. She's out of Denver. Um, she kind of designed this program herself. She's like one of those admirable entrepreneurs like me. When I look at her, I'm like, man, if I can just pull off what she's been doing, it's freaking awesome. So, but, um, so she takes, you know, women to go out there. It's a really intensive personal development program. And you come out as a certified life coach with her curriculum so, you know, and life coaching is a really unregulated industry. Anyone could just say they're a life coach. Um, you could have people who are just amazing. They have those personalities that people just relate with. Um, so they have an easy time doing this. Um, and then you have people who just say they want to be a life coach because they just want to, you know, have a soapbox to teach from or something, you know. So it's, it's very unregulated. Unre- so you got to be careful. But um, this one in particular, you know, we do learn an intensive curriculum that I do use. And uh, it's called, you know, Legacy um, and yeah, so she's awesome though. But that, that was out of Denver. She's out of Denver, uh, but we do spend a lot of time in Wyoming. And then I spent some time in Sedona and Arizona, which is a very amazing place to uh, visit if you've never been, but yeah.
1: Is there like testing involved? And
4: um, so yeah, so they do a lot of observation, um, it was like 1800 hours of coaching that I had to do. Um, so they were, you know, listen in, um, phone calls, live videos, um, and, you know, the other participants, we all have to, like, coach each other on different things. And um, it's really neat because you get so close with these women as you get coaching them. And you, you hear their stories. It's like a six-month-long program. Um, you hear their stories and you get close with them. It's like a sisterhood. Um, but we all have shit. What's really interesting is, like, here, I, I think I'm, like, I'm showing up out in Denver. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a life coach. I don't have anything going on in my life, you know. And all this stuff starts coming up. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> you know. So it's kind of neat how um y- you start to look at yourself and, like, you know, really learn um that we're all more similar than we are different. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, six month long program, 1800 hours coaching. Um, the, the testing basically is them listening to us, uh, how we're doing it, but we're following a grid obviously. Gotcha. Um, and they're looking at things that we're hitting, um, different points that we're hitting different things that we're doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. To complete the program.
1: Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. I love this. You know, the whole positivity that you're spreading out there, it's a beautiful thing, and and keep doing it. And maybe one day we could get Sean Smith on this show. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm done asking him, but, you know, if he just wants to pop in one day, the door's always open for him. So will you let him know? I'll let him know. Yeah, thanks. UnstoppableU.com Unstoppable coach coach, dot Unstoppableu coach. Sorry, com. I, I can never get it right. I don't sorry. even know what day it is. I don't know website. Unstoppableu. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I do. I need a lot of things, Heather. I do. I need a lot of things. Life coach would be. A, I already love myself, so I'm. I got the self love going on right there. But you know. Every now and then I need a little whipping in the shape. My girlfriend Tori though, she's like my life manager. Yeah. Like I give her my money, I'm like, here baby, you take this and you do we pay bills. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you do this and so I've I've got that. I got the life manager, but maybe I need a little bit of mental <laughs> straightening out, if you will. <laughs> yeah. You know?
3: I think we all do from time to time. Yeah, absolutely. You know? absolutely. Especially in this world, like we're so busy and, and there's so much shit that like compiles on her brain that like you know, like you need that. Get it out before it manifests into something bigger. Yeah. You know, with, with this day and age that we're all into like, you know, opiates and, and, and mental health and crap like that. Like if we can nip it in the bud before it develops into something bad, I mean, why not do it? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you remember mental health being a thing back when we were growing nope. up? No. Nope. That's because
3: mm-hmm. they got us all on
1: pharmaceuticals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's for a
3: whole other And problem. we're so yes. afraid. To, yeah, only well you like got to remember totally. back then, too, we were always afraid to talk about that stuff. I mean, if you said anything about mental health, you were automatically bonkers crazy and should be locked up and labeled. And, and True. And now we're realizing that it affects a lot of people, a lot more than you know we even realize, that somebody's affected by some sort of, whether it's just stress-related or, or like caused by an incident that might have happened. Like you talked about that kid breaking his leg. A lot of people are like, oh, no big deal. What if he was a high college recruit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, he banked like on going to school, yeah, you know, for free, you know, getting a scholarship and 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 mm-hmm. become like going to the NFL or NBA or whatever it may be. Now he has to go and relearn and actually see what his future is going to be. Yeah. Ch- yep. change
1: up his plan. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, that's the life ball. That the, the life curve ball sends you all the time. You know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, well, like it's, it. it's a. struggle like some people might. It's a struggle every day.
3: It's huge deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> And you just go through the changes, though. You got to roll through the right. changes and, and just move forward and, you know, try to make yourself, you know, like she says, balance. Balance is key, too. Mind, body, spirit, soul, all that. Mm-hmm. If you can keep that all in balance, you're going to be better off in life. Yep. Yep.
4: got to take care of yourself in all areas.
1: Uh, you say, no, nah, the fractured mind is a bookmark in the brain. Oh, it's a good point. I like there, that, though. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good statement. I
3: like that. Because you always remember that one that crushed you.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah,
4: for sure, for sure, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't mean that you can't get over it and get that bookmark out, you know. Exactly. Like you can. And erase um, that. Yeah, and, and you know, you may have a situation that triggers you to react or, or be upset about something. And, um, you know, everybody, it comes down to some something that they're always going to be triggered by, you know. and But once you wake up to it and you're aware of it, it's like, you know what, okay you got five minutes to get over this, Heather, get over it and let's go, you know, so, you know, you're going to be upset, be upset. Don't hold it in, but get over it quick because, y- you know, you already know this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
3: Or you go for a run.
4: Yeah. You know, I love doing go, that. Yeah,
3: yeah. Go to the gym. Is that your go to? Hike
4: bald mountain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I definitely like to work out when I feel it go when, for I do, run. when I don't. Um, yeah. Running. Um, I, it's funny because I, I don't do as much running now um, as I used to, um, but I do more in the gym. Um, you know stuff so I have more of a balanced regime in my life too as I've gotten older <laughs> like running doesn't react to the same to my body as it used to so <laughs> you, you get up there
1: and you it gets pushing, even worse when you get my age Heather yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some people it's art some people it's music some yeah. people it's you know Your writing yeah. yeah for I've, sure
3: everybody needs that creative outlet absolutely just to get and it yeah. out there and I feel but like whatever we, don't it is. we don't do that enough like people like they'll come home they'll watch TV or they'll jump on a video game and they don't do anything you know they they know what they should do You know, they know they should go to the gym. They know they should, like, Mm -hmm. you know, put in some art and, like, kind of stress relief, but they're not doing it. Like, people don't section time out to do that stuff.
4: Yeah. We call those rescues, you know, people that are, you know, they'll they'll escape a situation that they're in by going to do something else. Like, you know, watching TV, sleeping, um, abusing substances. Um, And I mean abusing. I'm not talking about people who just like to drink or Mm -hmm. smoke. You know, I'm talking about abuse where they're doing something to escape the reality. Um, we call those rescues. And basically they're not, you know, s- um, long-term. You know, it's just a quick, you know, right now this is going to draw my attention into this program and then, you know, I'm going to have to deal with it again later, you know, mm-hmm. rather than just face it, like yep. let's look at it head no on. No sense
1: of
3: masking it. Yeah, or yeah. It's better and off and to have face it head on.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rescues always blow up.
3: Indeed. <sighs> You're just running from it. You're not dealing with it. like. Mm-hmm. Some people it's sex. Some people it's it's alcohol, some people it's drugs, some people it's you know, whatever some people get too addicted to running. You know what I mean yeah. they 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 feel like that's the only outlet so they just run and run and run. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, any, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there can be an addiction to running. I mean, there are people that, like, there, live
1: there by is. It. There Do, is. You ever yeah. see the thing on HBO? with it, They call him the raven down in Miami Beach. Oh. And he runs every day at, like, 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the morning or, or 8 o'clock at night, one of the two. And he has packs and packs of people that follow him. And he just runs Miami Beach for hours and then runs back and he's addicted to it there was a thing where when the hurricane came in or whenever this past year or last year when they had the hurricane he couldn't run so he was running around his housing complex like in yeah because he's just so addicted to running yeah yeah he had nowhere to go so he was just doing laps around his housing or his apartment complex crazy the Raven. look it up it's an interesting story crazy Heather thanks so much for coming in awesome. this is great I feel like you need to come in more yeah. like, I, I like what the positivity and, and yeah. bring it in and you know maybe we can spread some positivity throughout uh, the airwaves here on the D with, with your knowledge and coming together and one
3: or twin powers activate yes. you know I, yeah. I think it would be kind of cool get some
4: topics we'll talk like, about Yeah, them. I love it we'll I will dissect I, it right up
3: I, I love how the men chimed in more than the women today yeah, yeah seriously really that, cool. I think you guys
4: got a lot of men that listen
1: yeah that, well the D stands for dick yeah <laughs> 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 I'm dudes. seeing like the people were popping on. Like, these, are,
4: these are Rotarian <laughs> friends of mine. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Like, <laughs> as soon as I said dick, sure. they were out. <laughs> like, I don't
1: know. Maybe they left. I don't know. <laughs> Before we get out of here, though, I got to give some love and respect out to the sponsors. Stop into the showroom at 5865 Taberg Road in Rome and see why all the customers love their Nye VW. Give big love and respect out to Nye Volkswagen in Rome. Mention Disruption Network and receive $250 off any purchase. How cool is that? Just by knowing the D. You get $250 off the purchase. Check out their inventory at nivdubofrome.com. And also, big up to our boy Eddie Alsheimer, EJA Moving Company. The professional movers, call them today if you're looking to relocate or if you're doing an office move. they got complete packing and unpacking services competitively priced moving call them today at 315-335-0516 they make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate have EJA moving do all the work for you when it's time to relocate EJAmoving.com and we got a big party happening this Saturday I'm pretty excited for trip fest too. Happening Saturday, 6 p.m., Jewish Community Center, 23, 2310 Oneida Street in Utica. Big, big, big lineup music-wise, man. I'm really excited. We've got our good friend, Genesee Joe, and the Thunderwop boys joining us, the Crazy Fools. Who Sean Gaffney is a host of the baseline here at the D. Also doing a three one five All Star Tribute to the Grateful Dead, because if you're doing a party for Captain Tripp's memory, you gotta throw a Grateful Dead band in there. And I'm telling you, man, those guys are sounding tight. I heard some clips on on Facebook and stuff. It's gonna be a good lineup. Huge, huge, huge lineup. And it gets better because kicking it all off, a band who hasn't played together in like twenty three years, Taurus coming together. To play Trip Fest for us, they're kicking it all off at six p.m. with Kate Devin. Actually, that's gonna be a good show. Kate Devin, we watched her and Taurus perform at the Stephen Perkins Jump Clinic over the other day over at uh, the Delta Marriott, and man, they sound great. They I, I like, really, really do. It's gonna be awesome. I'm really
3: curious to hear her with a full band.
1: Yo, it's gonna. It's, it's gonna you're great. gonna love it because she. That's what she needs. You know, she needs mm-hmm. a, a good rocking band behind her, and she's only seventeen years old, wow. and she's, she's killing it. She's killing wow. it right now. So Kate Devin, yep. she's she's Definitely on the verge And one to keep an eye out on That's for damn sure That's all going down this Saturday Trip Fest 2 we're going to be uh, bringing out some of Captain Tripp's personal treasures, too, because he had the head shops back in the day, mm-hmm. so there's a I lot used of to stuff. underage to... drink at his bar. We all did. <laughs> 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 we all did. That's where I got my start. There was if, a
4: post on Facebook the other day, like, name a club that used to be in business. and I did, The EC came up on that post. Yeah. yeah but I was like, what? They, I mean, that's new. Like, I'm <laughs> Captain Tripp. That's <laughs> not new. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, there's was more recent. Like, kept, how long has Captain Tripp been done?
3: Uh, they closed, like, in 2005, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I was in college. Many, yeah. many drunken nights over there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Gori, that's
1: where I got my start. He, like, all this doesn't happen if it's not for Captain Tripp and, and his brother Tommy. So. shoot
3: across the street to Pizza Pad Yeah, getting wasted over there. Yep. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. There would be no EC if it wasn't for Captain Tripp. So that's Aww, for damn sure. That's awesome. So tickets are $10 in advance. You can hop over to Big Apple Music and pick yourself up a hard ticket. Partial proceeds to benefit Laney's Army. Laney's Army is a great thing that's going on. They, they take in strays and rescue dogs and dogs that are pretty much like on their deathbed and they, you know, help them into the, like the next life, if you will. And there was dogs that were abused and three legged dogs. And it, it's kind of sad when you go over there, but they're mm-hmm. doing such a cool thing. So they need donations. They That's need awesome. money. They need funds to to keep that place going. So we're going to have a couple dogs coming down to Trip Fest, too. Oh really? Yeah, they're gonna bring a couple, mm-hmm. a couple of the nice ones. They're gonna come oh, down. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, why me, not
4: the mean know. ones? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I can, I can oh. think of a couple people to sick the mean ones on, but oh, and the means <laughs> are probably mean because they're abused. You know? <laughs> but they're gonna come down, and uh, we got a great night planned for TripFest to this Saturday, Jewish Community Center, twenty three ten Oneida Street. Starts at six. We're done at eleven. There's gonna be beer, wine. Food, music, whole bunch of great I mean, stuff. And we killed so. it on a
3: Thursday. Mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine on a Saturday. Saturday so it's going to be off the, the charts. Real. We're going to have a great old time. I'm really excited for that. The Frito bendito. Yeah, I could go for one of those right now. A bunch of people are saying great job
1: today, Heather. Love yeah. you, Mama. Oh, that's Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Heather loves the D. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> shocking. You hear shocking, that, you Sean? Heather like loves that. the shocking. D. Shocking. <laughs> Anyways, I want to remind everybody they can listen to this podcast the previous podcasts of EC Radio and all the content we have here on the D at DisruptionNetwork.net. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and all Twitch. that stuff and Twitch and Periscope. And you can pretty much work everywhere, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. In fact, if you're on Apple Podcasts and you find us on there, give us a five-star rating. Google Play as well, too. So tomorrow, you know what we got tomorrow, Chicken? We got a great comedian coming on tomorrow. Actually, we got a, a manager of a great comedian we got Artie Lang's manager coming nice. on. Dan Flato coming on, something that Pelleggi hooked us up with, so Pelleggi will probably be in the studio. And also Kent Rasmussen coming in from part of the 315 All-Star Tribute to the Grateful Dead, so we're going to talk more about Trip Fest tomorrow with Kent, and I'm looking forward to chopping it up with Dan Flato. He's got some really cool stories, and he was like extras in movies yeah, and stuff Yeah, I heard like he's that, a
3: so. pretty interesting guy. What yeah. That's was saying. Yeah. He had something to do with the uh, Utica White Sox maybe? Or, I mean, uh, Chicago White Sox. Like, I th- thought yeah, funny. he's
1: got some stories. We'll get, we'll get a bunch of stories out of him tomorrow. Pledgey says he's got a great story. And, and plus, he's also Artie Lang's manager. And he manages a couple other comedians out there as well. So we're going to talk to so him So he's tomorrow. like
3: Ari Gold. <laughs> yeah, similar to Ari
1: Gold. <laughs> Very similar to Ari Gold. But, uh, yes. Heather, one more time. It's unstoppableyoucoach.com. Correct. See, it took me a whole hour oh to get God. it right. Look at that success. <laughs> took me a whole hour. See? It's one session. You're rubbing off on me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks again for coming in. That's and awesome. we Thank will you see you tomorrow. See you, people. Bye. You
4: know what Bye. the hell you're listening to?
3: It's EC Radio.
2: Never you mind what I'm making. You should spend some time taking a personal inventory of what you're doing for the betterment of society.
3: EC Radio.
1: Only on the D. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online,
2: ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nive Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nive VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome-Taburg Road in Rome or visit us online at 9 Join us Saturday, October 13th as Disruption Network
1: and Doughboy Barbecue presents Trip Fest 2 at the Jewish Community Center, 2310 Oneida Street in Utica. A night to pay homage to Vinny, Captain Trip, Moriel. Utica icon, yo! Come pick through all Captain Capital Trip's personal treasures, local artist display, food from Doughboy Barbecue, beer, wine, and live music. Bands include, after a 24-year hiatus, the, the return of Taurus, Taurus Kate Devin, the Crazy Fools, Thunderwatt, and a 315 All-Star tribute to the Great. Dead. Tickets are $10 in advance and $15 at the door. Partial proceeds to benefit Laney's Army. Doors open at 6 o'clock. Taurus kicks it all off at 6.30. It's TripFest 2, Saturday, October 13th. TripFest 2 is sponsored by Nye Volkswagen of Rome, 92.7 FM The Drive, Priceless Inspection, Denado Appraisal Services, Dr. Scott Domenico, and Saranac Brewery.
0: The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs.